Welcome to the podcast about two guys who grew up in the 90s listening to grunge and pretty much overlooked everything else. Let us take you on a journey to find the music that we missed out on on Stuck in My Generation. Hello. I think I've got it this time. This is what happens when you try something new. Two camera setup. Hicks in the studio. There's the proof. There's a hand in front of his face. That's right. He's really here. We're both COVID vaccinated, so start, you know, don't start your shit. <laughs> We're right. fine. We're fine. We don't want to hear your lecture. Just to be to be frank and bold, piss off. <laughs> We're both free and clear of the corona. So we're here. We're uh, ready to rock and roll. That's right. We apologize if you came here expecting to hear a full review on somebody. Not happening tonight. We started Nas. To be quite frank, it sucked. It sucked. It wasn't good. Illmatic's supposed to be his best album. If that's his best album, I don't think I can go any further. <laughs> like The lyricism is great, uh, but I mean, there, there's something lacking with his flow. There's something lacking with the punch. It's not. It, do, it just doesn't have. We've said it a million times. We want our ass kicked. Oh, yeah. He's, uh, he's the dire straits of hip hop. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's a Dire Straits of hip hop. Like right. I heard a couple good songs, just like I heard with Dire Straits, one or two, and then everything else was. I'm going down to the guitar store, <laughs> and that's what Nas sounds like. Even yeah. Keel all the time. I couldn't do it. No thanks. No thanks. So we decided, uh, especially since we're not famous or anything. I mean, we're not Joe Rogan. We're not gonna piss off millions of people if we do something a little different and switch it up that's right we decided to say piss on it let's not do nos we figured out from the first album or two it's not gonna work it's not for us yeah let's just have a good time first time in the studio at the same time not using cameras uh not using webcams in different places let's just roll with whatever let's just have a few beers see what happens and do a recap so that's what we're doing no nos for you and let's let's just dive in. The Beatles was the first act we reviewed. We've done mm -hmm. 11 bands. I wish it would have been 10. I wish we would have said Dire Straits. No thanks. Let's just <laughs> yeah. do the first 10 yeah. and go from there. We didn't do that. We got 11 to recap. I think it's safe to say Dire Straits was the worst thing we've done so far. A dire Straits was the worst for me. Dire Straits... Coming in at number 11. I'm going to jot that down. Their ranking for the show recap okay. is 11. Hicks, tell me why they're your 11. Uh, it just sounded like a four-hour long song. It all blended together. Sounded uh, like a cat in heat. <laughs> sounded like a cat in it heat. just was that bad. Uh, I think that he was just uh, operating at 60% uh, throttle. It just the, the talent and skills were there. It's just, oh, my God, it's just so... It was so fucking boring. I just, it was really put me to sleep. Didn't have yeah. a good time with it. It was absolutely atrocious. Yeah. I, I just, I still have zero interest in listening to anything Dire Straits again, except for <clears throat> Salt and the Swing and the other couple songs that we liked. Sure. Yeah. That was not good. I don't ever want to jam that out again. I'll still listen to Salt and the Swing. Yeah. But as far as, Something I took good from, that wasn't one of them. I was actually excited about Dire Straits, and I was let down immensely. 
Yeah, me too. I was looking forward to it. But it's uh, it's part of this show. It's a lesson learned. You know, at least we can say that we gave them a chance. Yeah, it's, you know. it's, it's what we're going to do. Like yeah. when you go out to discover new music that you really didn't give a chance or someone's full discography that you didn't get a chance or didn't give a chance, there's going to be duds. There's going to be shit that blows your mind, which we'll get to in this recap. But coming in at number 11, we'll just play it like that. We'll rank them. Was Dire Straits. Very disappointing. If you're a fan of Dire Straits, please, for the love of God, tell us why. It can't be based off one song. You can't just say, Soldier Swing, bro, because that was me before a couple weeks (laughs) ago. That was me. That was me. So tell us why you like Dire Straits. We don't like them. We don't like them. Fuck them. Yeah, we'll be going back. And uh, would you mind going down the list of all the groups that we have reviewed? Would you mind doing that real quick? We've got... And, and no particular, or just in the sequential order of, you know... We started with the Beatles, mm-hmm. which was sort of the basis for the show. Then we went to the Rolling Stones, which we determined to be a mistake, because mm-hmm. that was just doing back-to-back major bands from the 60s, not a great idea. We shouldn't have done that, but mm-hmm. we live and we learn, mm-hmm. and it's all fine after the fact, of course. Mm-hmm. Then we went to the police. Uh, that was a fun experiment. I didn't even hate that one. Yeah. Not like we're going to go turn the police on as soon as we get in our car to go down to the court and play some b-ball. That's not <laughs> what I want to hear to get pumped up to do that. Yeah. Uh, then we went to the Stooges, which sounded like a great idea. Let's do our first punk band, Forefathers mm-hmm. of Punk. See how mm-hmm. that goes. Mm-hmm. Then we went to Black Sabbath. <laughs> <laughs> we went to Black Sabbath. Oh, that'll never get old. And Ronnie James motherfucking Neo. <laughs> yeah. That oh, shit. I don't regret a bit because I had a lot of fun with it, even though the last half of the discography was absolute garbage. Yeah. Then we had Wu-Tang Clan, which hicks shit on quicker than a rose bed. <laughs> oh, Beastie man. Boys was after that. Uh-huh. We'll talk about them, I'm sure. Uh Casey Musgraves was after the Beasties. Mm -hmm. Queen, we had a two-part episode. Uh, I skipped one after the police. Tom Petty. Tom Petty, yeah. We had a two-part episode. Uh, Queen, like I said, we had that two-parter. And then we had the dumpster diving adventure of Dire Straits. Okay, yeah. So... Dire Straits, me and Hicks have already come to the conclusion through our first failed stream that Dire Straits was easily the, the worst band that we could have possibly done. At through, through these 11, Dire Straits was just not good. Yeah. Yeah. Not impressed. Not impressed. Uh, probably after Dire Straits, uh, man, I was not a fan of the Wu-Tang Clan, and I'm going to... I figured that was next. I'm going to catch a lot of shit for that. I was very disappointed. I was uh, expecting a whole lot more. It, uh, I'm definitely a fan of hip-hop during that time in history, but it was just... Uh, I wasn't digging it. Uh, you know what? I kind of was. Mm-hmm. Like I, I didn't have any major qualms about Wu-Tang, but... Once you look at what we have done, Wu-Tang is probably also my 10th. Even though I liked them, like I I didn't love them. Yeah. And it was just kind of, 
I, I think I liked them more for nostalgia's sake. Yeah. Because I felt like they they were angry, and I felt like they started something with angry hip-hop and raw hip-hop. Like, I respected what they did. Sure, I did, too. And not to say I didn't, don't respect what Dire Straits did, but... I don't what, respect Dire Straits. <laughs> <laughs> what, uh. what Wu-Tang did was at least uh, original and inspiring. I feel like they inspired a lot of artists. Dire Straits. Who the fuck did Dire Straits inspire? Hell Ed Sheeran? No. no, I wouldn't even say that. I don't know. That's a knock on Ed Sheeran, probably. I know. I, I hate to be stereotypical or judgmental, but I know some fans, some diehard fans of Dire Straits. and it. it What's their names? I'm, I'm not going to name their names. Uh, but now I, it makes sense just because of their personality. Uh, and I shouldn't say that, but fuck it. I'm going to say it anyways. They're pretty, happens. they're pretty bland, pretty but bland. That's one way to put it. Pretty bad. Uh, the, the, the fans that I know they're, they're pretty bland. So, well, that, that's, that's a good way to say that too, because I, I would have to be about as bland as instant mashed potatoes to give two fucks about <laughs> dire straits. Yeah. I just I just didn't dig it. So and that sucks because like I said, Salton's a swing, great song. That's oh, a great song. Had me really pumped to do this whole journey and it just didn't it didn't work. So Dire Straits was number eleven. Wu Tang was number ten. I'm gonna jot that down. And when it comes to the worst bands in that we've done, there's not much you can say about there's two bands except for Dire Straits, utterly disappointing. Wu-Tang Clan, I dug it, but I dug it some. Maybe I was just really happy that day. I don't know. I've got a question for you. you hated that. it. I've got a question for you, though. All right, I'm ready. If you had to choose between Sabbath, the Dio years, oh, or Dire Straits, what would you choose? Sabbath, the Dio years. <laughs> 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 Absolutely. <laughs> Uh, absolutely sabbath the do years that's pretty bad even though i hate it at least there's some at least the music wasn't that bad yeah like yeah. the guitar the drums all that stuff not not too terrible so sure. i'm gonna go do there uh <laughs> i if i want to lull a three-year-old toddler to sleep you best believe i'm putting on some dire straits because <laughs> yeah. that'll do the job yeah. absolutely do the job number nine I think the contention for number nine, I, I, I'll i give my bottom two after Dire Straits and Wu-Tang Clan, mm -hmm. Casey Musgraves, mm -hmm. and I'll say The Police okay. are in contention. I thought Casey Musgraves was kind of fun, but ultimately, I would rather listen to The Police, I think. I agree with that. So I'm going to go Casey Musgraves at 9. Now, this is where it changes. Mm -hmm. 11 and 10, I just don't have a lot of interest in going back to. I have a feeling when I'm in a bubbly, poppy mood and I want to look like or feel like Terry Crews from, was it White Chicks? Where it's like, and I miss you. <laughs> Terry Crews getting down to that. If I ever feel that poppy, I might throw on some Casey Musgraves. Uh, but I, I think I would rather listen to the police. So Casey Musgraves for me comes in at nine Hicks, who is number nine on yours. I, I, I would read them all off again, but I don't think any of them are going to come in contention 
for that bottom nine spot. Oh, he wants it anyways. He might pick him out. He might he might pick out Tom Petty. I don't know. No, I can't do that to Tom Petty. Um, where am I at? Am I on number nine, or did I? I'm going to agree with your Casey Musgraves coming in at nine. I was really rooting for her, and I'm kind of anxious to see what she comes out with. You know, I I hope that she grows as an artist. Um, yeah, I mean, listen, I'm not, I'm not going to bet on it for country. She's good. Yeah, yeah, but it's just it's something I'm never going to probably never listen to ever again. Uh, the police, yeah, it was. Uh, I was aware of the hits. Uh, if you're going to review the police, you're probably not going to find anything beyond the hits. Yeah, I don't. I don't yeah, I don't think you're going to find anything beyond the hits. Uh, so, so is it safe to say Musgraves was nine, and then immediately after is the police? I think so. That's what that's what I'm calling. I think that's probably right as well. Yeah. So I, I will say, at the time of doing the police, I enjoyed the police. Yeah, I did too. So I, I really hate to say that I just don't like the police because I did. Mm-hmm. But yeah, they're they're easily better than Musgraves to me. That's that's where it gets hard. So the bottom bands of what we have done so far. Is Dire Straits at 11, Mm Wu-Tang at 10, Musgraves 9, Police 8. Now it's going to get dicey. Mm -hmm. Now it's going to get a lot more difficult. We've got the Beatles left, the Stones left, and by the way, Hicks, just to try to get people in the right place, Mm because I I know how goofy these streams can be. Sure. I'm going to go live on on our... facebook page and try to get people to uh head on over to youtube or click the link yes we are kind of live uh on facebook if you go to our youtube page stuck in my generation or if you go to twitter stuck in my generation or if you just click the links that we've posted on the page on our facebook then You'll be able to watch this live stream. For some reason, it's live streaming to my profile and not the page. So head there if you want to join in with these two vaccinated people <laughs> in the studio. Don't start your shit. Don't start your shit. <laughs> we're doing a recap. That's right. Nah sucked. We didn't <laughs> like it. So we're just going to recap everything else. Watch this video. Go to the YouTube or click the link below this post. And that's where we'll be. So... Click the link below this post if you want to watch along or go to the YouTube page, Stuck My Generation, Twitter page, even Twitch. Even Twitch. We're not gaming. We don't have <laughs> controllers in our hand. Yeah. But you can go to Twitch and you can and you can watch it there too. So links down below this video. So we've went. Who's seven? Who is seven? Did I end that live stream? I don't even know. We're going to hit finish on it. Who is seven? We've got the Beatles, Stones, Petty, Stooges, Sabbath, Beastie Boys, Musgrave, and Queen. I don't think that Queen is a a contender. Looking on the outside, I think the Stooges are number seven for me. Man, that's what I was going to call the Stooges. I'm a big fan. Uh, Once again, I was aware of the so-called hits, which is pretty good shit. Uh, it be- was. Beyond that, I was not impressed. 
Yeah, that that's kind of like Wu Tang for me. There was some stuff that inspired other bands, and I appreciated it. Mm-hmm. But overall, the whole discography, I I I can't think of a moment since that episode where I'm like, I'm gonna go fucking jam some Stooges. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Hasn't happened. Yeah, I don't think so either. Not the way some of these other artists have impacted me, at least. I know they've impacted you, too. Oh, yeah. And that's why we're doing the recap episode, because yeah. there there is impacts there. There is things that stuck with us. But Stooges Safely at 7? Starting to get even harder. Now we've got some massive acts. The Beatles, The Stones, Petty, Sabbath, Beastie Boys, and Queen. Wow. What's that do for you, X? Sabbath. I kind of had a feeling you were going to go Sabbath. <laughs> yeah. Beatles, Stones, Petty, Sabbath, Beastie Boys, and Queen. Hicks is going to go s- number six on Sabbath. I'm going to write Hicks Okay. number six. You're going to kill me. <laughs> I'm not. I'm going Stones number okay. six. That's all right. I love the hits. Uh-huh. Uh, I don't love the non-hits nearly as much as I love the hits. I understand that. I respect Black, that. Black Sabbath, I think, because I found an album in uh, Sabotage that I love, and I, I've listened to a few times since, mm-hmm. but I haven't gone back to any Stones. There's just something about the Stones for me that is good when I hear it on the radio, but I don't really go listen to an album. So I understand that. I respect that, yeah. I'm going to go... I'm going to go uh, the the Stones at six, and I'll, I'll write my name beside it. That way there's no confusion. I know that Hicks loves him some Stones. I love Stones. Now we're really getting dicey because <laughs> yeah. we, we've got our first uh, mismatch. After Sabbath, for you, who comes in fifth? The Beasties? Petty? Mm-hmm. The Stones? The Beatles? Seems like there's a Queen. And Queen. That's tough. Queen. Beasties. Petty. Stones and Beatles. Man. Got, uh... Wow. Yeah, I don't know. That's tough, isn't it? I've got a lot of love for them. But I want to say Petty. Oh, man. Yeah. So, number five. I'm going to pick those other artists before I pick Petty. Number five for Hicks. Let's see. But I enjoy Tom Petty. I, me too. Me too. Wow. That's tough, man. Yeah. I'm going number five on Tom Petty as well. And that's weird because it's not weird, I guess. So when you look at it this way, there's five highly contagious bands that we've done so far out of 11 Mm because i think i i would i would put tom petty and the heartbreakers in that contagious category of of stuff that if i don't know what to listen to and it enters my mind yeah i'll listen to petty yeah i'll throw in some tom petty so that's uh seems like maybe we have an all-star list i think it starts with petty is that fair all-star list yeah yeah i'd say yeah Petty yeah. on down all stars. Yeah, I'm not of a. I'm not opposed to that. I'm gonna write that down. All stars. <laughs> Number five, starting forward for the Jackson County Ironman, Tom Petty. So how many bands do we have left? Four. We have four. Okay. Good. Four bands. Yeah. Tom Petty checking in at number five. Only four remain. 
You've got the Beatles. Uh, You've got the Stones for you. I've ruled them out. Mm -hmm. We both have the Beastie Boys and Queen left. We both have the Beasties, Queen, and Beatles. Mm -hmm. I've got Sabbath left. You've got Stones left. Who would be your four? Beatles, Stones, Beastie Boys, Queen. Yeah. And when I'm... uh getting down to the the fine details with these four groups i have the mindset of if i'm going to search for these artists on my own without doing a review if i'm going to look for this music if i want to play it's a good way to look it, if, at it if i'm in the mood for it it's a good way um yeah oh uh, this is tough it's tough man uh number 4 it's extremely tough. It's hard, but and it's the it's the stuff that I go back and revisit. You know, some of this stuff I hear it and I go, "Ooh, that's you know." Man. I'm going to predict it. I think Hicks's number four. <clears throat> oh man, <laughs> it's going to be between the between Queen and the Beatles to me, and I, I'm going to go ahead and call. I'm going to call the Beatles for you. You nailed it, but the Beatles are the. Prob- well, they're not probably. They're the greatest band of all time. They are. Just not necessarily for you. As the greatest band of all time. They didn't influence me or grab my attention. I've been listening to the Beatles. I was hearing the Beatles when I was eight years old. You know, it's just like, it's just like oxygen. It's not like oxygen to me, but it's just... It's just always been there ever since I can remember. So it's not, I just know that it's there. Um, I don't really go looking for Beatles music a whole lot compared to some of these other groups. Um, They're definitely the most talented out of my four on the list. I mean, it's beyond talent, but it's just what influenced me to go back and listen to. You know, there's one band in particular that, I can't get enough of, and it's not the Beatles that's on this list. It's exciting. (laughs) It's exciting, though. (laughs) Yeah. What's your number four? Number four for me, so it's down to the Beatles and Sabbath and Beastie Boys and Queen. I'm going to go Sabbath here. Okay. So Sabbath comes in at my number four. Uh, And I'm, I'm, you know, I'm kind of surprised. Sabbath over Petty. I don't. I don't. Yeah, that's tough, isn't it? It's really, really tough for that's me tough. because I enjoy that heavier sound of Sabbath. Sure, but my God, the Dio years, Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's that's really tough. If I had to be technical about it, I would say it's a tie. Okay. And if I really, if somebody was holding a knife to my head, I hate to say g- gun. I might go petty. That, that's a back and forth. But man, I love that Sabotage album. And I love the albums that came before it. Petty, after three albums, started really falling off till, till Wildflowers. Sure. But it is tough. I'll stick with that, though. I, I'll go Sabbath at four. I think I felt them a little bit more than I thought I would. Yeah. We'll jump straight to three. We've got it down to Queen. The Stones for you and the Beatles for me mm-hmm. and the Beastie Boys. Mm-hmm. 
It's a good list. It's a good list. It's a damn good list. Uh, number three, I'm coming in. I hate to do this to my my boys, but I'm doing the Stones. Wow. I'm doing the Stones, man. I'm a huge fan. I love me some uh, Keith Richards, Charlie Watts. Um, I like that that grip, that rust. And, you know, I was thinking about the Stones versus the Beatles the other day, and I thought if, if I were walking down the street and the – if Keith Richards – and Charlie Watts were performing in one club or a bar or something, and Paul McCartney was across the street performing, which way would I turn? I thought, which which way would I go? Good way to look at it. Yeah. For me, it's Keith. I understand and I respect, and it's not an easy decision why somebody would go Paul McCartney. But for me, I would go Keith Richards, Charlie Watts, just because of that dirt rust, I don't even know how to put it. That's hard. Because like that's a moment where you're like, okay, there's not going to be many more opportunities to see McCartney or yeah. Keith Richards and Charlie Watts. Yeah. Like, what do you do? Like, that's that's a, that I would I would be very upset with myself. No matter what I chose, because I sure, wish yeah. I was across the street at the other one. Sure. Even if I was having the time of my life. Sure. That's tough. Yeah. Especially considering, like, I love Paul McCartney. Sure. But if it was two of them, if it was McCartney and Ringo. Yeah. Or if the other two fellas were alive and it was, yeah. if it was McCartney and George Harrison, I'm all over that. Oh, yeah. That's tough. I never thought of it that way. I was thinking about today's times if... Yeah. Yeah. I'd, man, George Harrison was my favorite Beatle. If it was Jagger and Keith Richards, I might have to go to that show. <laughs> yeah. Over the McCartney one across the street. Yeah. Unless Dave Grohl was in there with McCartney. Yeah. Then it'd come down to a decision again. Yeah. That's tough. That's tough. Yeah. So I'm, I'm I'm going with number three, the Stones. I hate to do that to them, but uh, I I've been listening to Stones for years. I do seek out Stones music when I'm in the mood for them. When I think about it, um, so Stones my number three. I'm going with Queen. Okay, and I'm kind I'm kind of sad that I have to go with Queen there, yeah. but when I break down the other two artists that are left for for is it for both of us? No, it's not for both of us. For me, the top the top two battle of the Beatles and the Beastie Boys, the Beatles honestly didn't make an album that I strongly disliked. Yeah. Uh, the Beastie Boys also, no album I strongly dislike. Queen, fucking handful of albums I strongly dislike. The Miracle, the fucking cartoon cover one, whatever the shit that's called. Something <laughs> magic. Uh, you know, the Flash Gordon soundtrack. Oh, the yeah. The To Heaven album or whatever the hell that was called. Basically, after the game. Mm -hmm. the, every album after the game, I just, I, I want nothing to do with that. And that's a lot of albums. It's a lot of albums. Luckily, Sorry. Queen's first five or six are strong enough to put them at number three for me. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I understand that. So it's down to the Beatles and the Beastie Boys for me. Mm -hmm. And it's down to... Was Beast. it down to the Stones and the Beasties for you? It is down to no wait, Beasties no. and Queen. Beasties and Queen for yeah. Hicks. Top two. So who is number two? 
Number two. I know who it is. I'm going for the first half of the Queen discography. It's a good, that's solid call. Because, man, I tell you what, and what, uh, I jumped in my vehicle the other day, and Queen started playing. I think it was Stone Cold Crazy. And I thought, good song. shit, this is such good music. Yeah, it is. You know, it, uh, so it just, uh, I knew the hits, didn't know beyond that. The first half, Queen was awesome. Second half, did not like whatsoever. But that first, I don't even know if it was a, a midpoint, but our first review, that group of albums, just, I just really enjoyed it. Yeah, I didn't know what to expect. A yeah, lot of it was surprising. Which uh, is going to, after you discuss your number two on the list. Um, yeah, what do you think? What do you have for number two? I, w- I want to add to, I'm going to add to the Queen thing real quick. Yeah, please, quick. please. Um, I, I mean, you nailed it on the head. After that first Queen episode, I was like, this is, this is my shit. Like this is this is absolutely what I wanted out of this. This this yeah. podcast made me listen to Queen's discography, and the first half of it was brilliant, mm-hmm. just utterly brilliant. Sure. And again, uh, that's not to say that I think any of these bands are more important than Queen. Queen coming in at. at uh, Number three for me. Mm-hmm. That's not a detriment to them. I'm not saying the two acts that come before them on my list of what we reviewed mean more to music or are better or worse. It's just how it hits us. And the total body of work, it's just, it's 50 50. With Queen, mm-hmm. if you hit shuffle on Spotify, on Queen, it's 50-50. Yeah, that's a good you're, point. You're getting a good song, and then you might get a bad song, and then mm-hmm. you might get a good song, and then a bad song. And mm-hmm. the 80s and 90s are to blame, obviously. Sure, yeah. I mean, you know, if if, uh, if Queen would have stopped at 1980 on the dot, they'd have the strongest discography out there, maybe. Yeah, yeah. But they didn't stop. They yeah, did some crazy shit. They did some crazy they shit. They did hot space. What about uh, Brian May? Holy shit. Had no idea. Brian Brian May, to this day, favorite guitarist. Oh, man. He's good, and he played a homemade guitar. Played a homemade guitar. I want a homemade guitar. Yeah. I'm about to go outside and rip some shit off the side of my house and make a guitar. I'm about ready to record you doing that shit. I'm a, you're going to see me with a guitar made out of siding and metal roofing <laughs> yeah. and just wailing on it. It's going to town. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, yeah Brian, Brian, May, Brian May, favorite guitarist. And honestly, oh, man. favorite vocalist of all time is Freddie Mercury. So why do I have him at three? I, I I mean, it's just it's just the discography. Sure, yeah. And it's just what we're doing here. It's, it's what is sticking with us and what has a catalog that has longevity. Mm-hmm. What band has albums that I am going back to all of them, not just half of them, but all of them, all of them. It's not queen. Yeah. There's just, you know, the eighties and nineties ruined it for me. Sure. Solely based off the first half, best band, best rock band of all time. Oh, I think so too. In my opinion. Yeah. And to hear them, well, we didn't hear them play live, but to see them perform live in concert on YouTube, uh, 
Man, they sounded just as good as they did. If not better. If not better. Holy shit. If not better. And how often you don't get that? It's hard to find. That's rare. No, I mean it's them and Limp Biscuit. <laughs> yeah. yeah! <laughs> Break shit. <laughs> That's it. Sam and yeah. Limp Biscuit. Yeah. But number two. What do you have for number two? Number two. I I've got the Beatles. I think we both knew where we were going with it. Yeah, I did. Too. And again, I'm not saying obviously I have the Beastie Boys number one. Yeah. I'm not saying that the Beastie Boys are a better all around musical actor group than than the Beatles. I'm saying at this time in my life where I've already went through the Beatles discography mm-hmm. and we did it as a first episode and I enjoyed the hell out of it. Sure. But on my Beatles kick, that probably lasted. I mean, I'm going to have another Beatles kick. I know that Mm -hmm. I'm going to go on another Beatles kick, Mm -hmm. but as far as how many times I've went back to the Beatles, a band has stood in the way that I'm (laughs) stuck on and it's the Beastie Boys. Yeah. And that, again, that's not saying that the Beastie Boys are better. This isn't a ranker show. I know we're ranking the episodes we've done, but it just has to do with what has hit us the hardest. Like the Beatles, I knew that I liked Abbey Road. Mm-hmm. I knew that some of their music was really good, and I knew that I didn't like the boppy, teeny, black and white shit from the, the early 60s. I had no clue how much I would love the Beastie Boys. <laughs> yeah. I had no clue at all. I never liked the Beastie Boys that much growing up. I heard Intergalactic. I heard Sabotage, Fight for Your Right, No sure. Sleep Till Brooklyn. They were fine back then. It was like, oh, it's okay. I'm not going to turn it off. In the words of my my good friend, Mr. Aaron Arms, he says, I'm not going to turn it off. That's my review of it. I'm not going to turn it off if it comes on in the car. Mm-hmm. I didn't know I'd love them. I didn't know that I would still be listening to them today. What? Has it been... I don't know. I don't know when that review was. A month. But it's, it's been, yeah, a month ago. Yeah, I guess a month. I didn't know that every artist we'd try to review after them, I would stop in between albums and put the Beastie Boys back on. Oh, yeah. Yeah, and it's it's funny because I'll talk to you, you know, we talk about every day and uh, back and forth messaging to what we're listening to. And uh, so many times... I'll send you a photo of, of what I'm listening to in my car, and it's the Beastie Boys, and then you'll send something back. And I think with the Beastie Boys, uh, man, I got it. I got more intrigued. My interest grew to watch your interest grow because you know good music. When you get excited about something, I think, oh shit, I need to go back and take a look. So and vice versa for that matter. And and man, it just I I fed off of your energy and went back and you know, I'll listen to that shit right now. I'll listen to that shit on my way home. And it's (laughs) yeah. I go looking for it. Yeah. I go looking for that. Whereas I love Tom Petty, but I don't go looking for Tom Petty music. If I'm on grass or some shit or trying to escape mentally. I mean, it's gonna be the Beastie Boys. They're out of out of this list. Yeah. It's uh 
I hear something different every time I go back and listen. That 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 is that's it right there. That's it right there. Like I, you know, the when we did that review, not to get stuck on them, I'll go back and forth a little more. Yeah. But when we did that review, I absolutely loved the first album, and I found a lot to love off of every album that followed. But I didn't love the whole thing. Mm-hmm. A month later. I'm listening to check your head. I'm listening to Jimmy James because you've sent me two or three pictures <laughs> of your car playing Jimmy James yeah, yeah. on the. Is that that's the name of the song, right? The beer hasn't kicked in that hard yet. Yeah, and I'm like, that song and check your head gets better every time I listen to it. Yeah, which is what happened with Paul's boutique. Sure, got better every time I listen to it, and still is getting better every time I listen to it. Now I'm on those. Fuck that shit called. I've got to get this right. The uh, the last handful of tracks off of the off on balls uh, balls balls <laughs> boutique. <laughs> Fuck yeah, balls boutique. Do you remember what that is? I uh, the word is escaping me. I'm gonna find it though. I don't know. Uh, so I I've gotten to the point with Paul's boutique that and I gotta go through this because I fucking love this album so yeah, damn much. It's good. Um, Eggman mm-hmm. is one of my favorite songs. That's a good jam. Fucking love that shit. I Shake Your Rump is amazing. That's a good song. Uh, High Plains Drifter is amazing. Sounds of Science might be my favorite Beastie Boys song. Only because you've got this goofy minute and a half of it's the sounds of science. Oh, yeah. yeah. This, and then when they stop that at the middle of the song and Ad-Rock goes... Robert Dump <laughs> putting it on wax and I'm like bum, bum, bum. and I'm just like I'm in my car and I'm just fucking waiting uh, what's he say? Uh milking and waxing and milking all y'all squares and, and they just fucking start blowing that shit out of the water oh it's wild bringing the fucking heat like nos wishes he could <laughs> oh yeah and i'm like this is my shit right yeah. here yeah like it's my shit three minute rules my shit five piece chicken dinner is my shit <laughs> and you get to all these uh b-boy yeah, Bola Bass or something. Now I'm stuck on these. Yeah. Now I listen to this album mm-hmm. and I'm listening to all these mini tracks at the end that on one version is one full song and on another is split. Mm-hmm. And now that's really like I'll be driving to work and I'll hear the guy from one of these B-boy I can't pronounce that word mm-hmm. saying it's a funky fresh beat that I can get down to or something like that. <laughs> yeah. I'm like they just add so much shit into their songs. Oh, I know. That is like glue in your mind. Yeah. And I'll tell you what, I'd never watched very many of the the performances. Uh the recorded performance, the live performances. And I saw one the other day. I went looking for it. And it was uh black and white, uh mixed master mic. Holy shit. It kicked my ass. I thought, how are these guys pulling this shit off night after night after night it was just unreal i mean it, it gave me it gives me chills thinking about it now it's just wild and no other group on this list has influenced me the way that they did no and, and i just like my my main thought coming out of this 
11 groups that we've done is I, I think that the Beastie Boys, even though they do have world-renowned recognition for their body of work, might be one of the most underrated groups <laughs> yeah. of all time. Like, just absolutely underrated. You, If you really think about it and put it into brass tacks form, at the beginning of hip-hop, the very, again, I, I know I said it on the last on that episode, but they were the first hip-hop group to hit number one on the Billboard charts. That's massive. Oh, yeah. That's huge. They Run DMC was already out. And, and I and I honestly, like, you know, correct me if I'm wrong. This might sound insensitive. I'm sorry. I'm talking off the cuff like Joe Rogan. Mm-hmm. I don't think it has anything to do with the fact that they were white kids. Right, yeah, yeah. I just don't. I think it has everything to do with part, partly Rick Rubin. Mm-hmm. Hugely Rick Rubin, mm-hmm. I should say. But then you find out throughout their discography, it's not just Rick Rubin. Sure. That was the perfect melting pot. Yeah. Of the perfect fucking substances melted together to make an album because they still sounded like licensed to ill throughout their career. They still brought that same fire and that same, just the, the, the creativity to add those samples and to add those one liners from, uh, pop culture. It was just, it was just incredible. And I think they're so overlooked and probably because of our age. Mm-hmm. The new generation of hip hop and, and rap and R and B probably just haven't gone back and done this like we have. Sure. I yeah. like you watch you watch reaction videos on YouTube of people listening to the Beastie Boys now. Every like ninety percent of those fucking reaction videos, the person watching it says, This is hip hop. Do they? Yeah. Okay, yeah. Like 90% of the time, someone's like, this is hip. That's hip-hop. Yeah. Like, that's what this shit was. That's that's what started this all. That's hip-hop. Like, that's what it's all about. They knew. They were into it. Like, they they had the passion for it and made it work. And that's how I feel. Like, I, I, I'm, I'm finding it difficult to find anyone that i think is more influential to hip-hop i hear so many influences in that shit now like i said in that episode down to the whole like baby talking i don't know if they sped it up but it's like like someone talking like like that style that little those little tiny snippets that you don't think anything about are in kanye's music they're in wu-tang's oh yeah they're in you know there's just the influence is massive, and no one really, you don't know until you listen to the whole discography. Yeah. And that makes them such a clear-cut number one for me. Not even close. Oh, yeah. Like, I love the Beatles. Oh, yeah, I do, too. But we're talking two genres here. Yeah. We're talking the Beatles as a rock group and the, the Beastie Boys as a hip-hop group. I may get fucking slaughtered for this, but the Beastie Boys to me are to hip hop what the Beatles are to rock. That's an awesome point. That's great. It's a great statement. Uh, is that that's how I feel about it? Yeah, yeah, that's good. That's a very good approach. I totally agree with that. Like I'm sure some other people would disagree and say Run DMC or Public Enemy, and that's valid. I mean, that is valid. Yeah, I'm actually excited to do Public Enemy at some point. Yeah, I am too. 
I am too. And run DMC. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I am too, which... After we're done, after the beasties wear off a little bit. <laughs> after the beasties, but you know, I think, uh, and I'm sure you feel the same way, the beasties kind of set the, they're the reference point, you know. Yeah. Yeah, this band's good, but they're no fucking beastie boys. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, fuck, and, and listen, I, I, and, and I promise I'll get back to the Beatles in a minute and why they came in at number two, mm-hmm. and I'm going to have to pee at some point. Yeah. But uh, the, the the Beastie Boys didn't just, they didn't just do License to Ill and Paul's Boutique. If you really dive deep and really pay attention. Mm-hmm. Those first two albums were filled with loops and samples oh, and yeah. beats and were just brilliant. Mm-hmm. Check your head. Mm-hmm. Instead of 90% samples like on Paul's Boutique, it was 90% original music. Mm. It was Mike D on the drums. That's crazy. It was Adam Yauk playing a stand-up bass. Mm. It was ad- it was Ad-Rock playing guitar and mixing other instruments in, and they became a band. Not a hip-hop group but a band that that did hip hop vocals layered on top of their music that they created. Mm-hmm. That's some Prince shit. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah. Little spoiler, Prince fucking did 98% of the music on every single album. The first handful he did 100% of the music. It was all him one man band. All him, vocals, guitar, drums, bass, synth, all of it. Prince, Beasties. They got to check your head. Every fucking sound in that was a beastie. They quit sampling. They they couldn't sample. There was laws in effect mm. by that point. So they couldn't just rip off Limp Biscuit. Yeah! <laughs> they couldn't do it. They had to do their own shit. And guess what? They fucking rocked it. They oh, were yeah. good at it. You listen to Sabotage. I know it's overplayed. Oh, my God. Jesus Christ. How good of a fucking song is that? How good is that bass line? How good that is that guitar? That bass line, my gosh. And that was just, uh, they were just uh, fucking off. They were fucking off. How good did Ad-Rock sound singing that song? Oh, yeah. yeah. By the way, Ad-Rock's my favorite at this point. Oh, yeah. Because if I hear, I, I just, if I'm in a shit mood and somebody hits a button that says, waxing and milking, I'm like, fuck yes. <laughs> fuck yes. Yeah. Oh, fuck yes. Shit. I love it. Love I it. love that guy. Yeah. I love all of them. Oh, yeah. I love that whole fucking group. I love what they went through. Mm-hmm. I love that they said, fuck all this shit at Def Jam. Mm-hmm. Let's go to Capitol and make our own shit. Let's play a stand-up bass and put weird fucking sounds that we create ourselves. You want to talk about artistry. Oh, yeah. I'm getting passionate now. Oh, yeah. The Beastie Boys are fucking artists. Oh, yeah, for sure. And it's funny because I watched a, a little a quick interview with Mixmaster Mike. He's amazing. He's amazing. And he was trying to get with the Beastie Boys, and he was always throwing them business cards and stuff. You know, give me a call, give me a call. And he would call them and do like a sample of some shit. Oh, yeah. And then they would come back around once he was with the group. They would incorporate that shit. And then he music. sent them on voicemail. It was a voicemail. This is me scratching with a wah-wah pedal. <laughs> that kind of shit. And they would put that into the songs and it fit. This is me with one of those lenticular bookmarks that when you turn it left and right, it shows movement. <laughs> I'm just going to scratch on it. <laughs> and they would put shit like that in. They'd put it right and in your fucking album. it worked. It's just, uh, man, it's just like the Picasso of music. I mean, I don't even know if that's a good analogy. It is. 
But it just, is. And and if you if you want to break it down and say what if you want to take this ranking that we're doing of the episodes we've done and what we've discovered, you want to talk about a fucking awakening. The Beastie Boys were an awakening. I didn't even know I liked this band. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I had heard Beatles songs that I thought, that's pretty good. I might need to go back and listen to their whole discography. Mm-hmm. I never once thought I need to listen to every Beastie Boys album. <laughs> yeah. But when we did it, yeah. I was blown the fuck away. Oh, yeah. And I'm still blown away. And I guarantee I'm going to continue to be blown away because throughout this month, I I have listened in fine detail to License to Ill and picked out every little nuance and sound in that and thought this is a brilliant motherfucking record. Mm -hmm. Paul's Boutique, I've listened to every nuance and sound and thought this is an even more brilliant fucking album. Mm -hmm. Check Your Head, I went back to, I wasn't loving it on the episode, but I went back to it and I'm like, this motherfucker's brilliant in a completely different way than the first two. Mm -hmm. I haven't even gotten to Ill Communication and really broken that down yet in my mind. That's next. I'll probably do that next week. I'll probably mm-hmm. listen to Ill Communication more than any of their albums next week and see just how good that is if I focus on it. Sure. And yeah. then there's Hello Nasty and the rest. And it just it's mind-blowing that I'm still that interested in them that I'm going to go back and go to the next album and spend at least a week on it and see what it does for me. I'll start talking about the Beatles in a minute, but I have got to go drain my beast. <laughs> go take a break, man. Fucking pee break. Pee break. Start talking. Oh, I'm going to talk my way through it. Fuck yeah. Yeah, definitely. Uh, definitely the Beastie Boys. Uh, you know, before I had uh, maybe two of their albums when they were released. Beyond that, I really didn't know very much about their their stuff. There was one album that was all instrumental. I didn't care too much for that. But uh, good stuff. Good stuff. I'll definitely set a standard for the other artists and groups that we're going to review. Oh my gosh, we have such a big list. Um, people are, are sending recommendations in, which we appreciate that. Um, definitely taking them into consideration. But these, some of these artists, you know, like Prince, 39 studio albums. There's no way that either one of us can listen to 39 studio albums in one week. It's just too much. But I think I peed on my hand a little bit. <laughs> That's all right. That's all right. When you have a few drinks, you end up peeing on your hand a little bit. That's all right. So, so since I went on this long tirade about the beasties and what they've meant to me, and I'll go back to the Beatles, I promise. Mm-hmm. What just hopefully I didn't sum up too much for you, but what, what just give me your thoughts because now I want to listen to Hicks as a fan of the beasties and what exactly they did for you and why they're number one on your list. I, I, I mentioned it. Uh, I can't remember which group or I can't remember which artist I had mentioned. Or Limp Biscuit. Limp Biscuit or Bobby Brown. Maybe it was Bobby <laughs> Brown. It's his prerogative. You know? It's his goddamn prerogative. Yeah. yeah. Uh, <laughs> Shit. By the way, Where Bobby the the young Millie Bobby Brown is supposedly in talks to becoming uh, uh, I don't know if a hero or a villain in the Marvel universe films. Yeah, uh, I, I would rather see Bobby Brown, but it's fine. Anyways, but like I said, it's uh, you know every time I watch a Quentin Tarantino movie, oh yeah, the more I watch it, the more that I see. I didn't see it before. The more I yeah. listen to Beastie Boys, I didn't hear that before. 
And this is definitely music that you want to listen to using headphones because yeah. you're going to hear so much more. And I look for music that's that's going to push me through my day or, or drag me through the day or influence me, you know, uh, not to give anything away. You know, I was listening to a Prince album and it was kind of moving me. You know, I was doing some work and it was moving me. It touched me a little bit. Whereas, oh, I'm sure Prince would love to fucking touch you. <laughs> I'd say Prince touched dirty enough motherfucker. people. I'm probably, you and I might be the only ones Prince did not touch. <laughs> <laughs> or yeah. he might have been our sleep. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. yeah. But it's, uh, I just, it, it, uh, I just enjoy it, man. It just makes me, it's the high that I'm always chasing. I, I get it from that group. And some other groups on this list that did the same but not like the Beastie Boys. It's like, yeah, Led Zeppelin's a damn good band, but what about them fucking Beastie Boys? No, I would say that. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, that's, 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 that's the damn truth. And they're, and they're so unique. I mean, they were so unique. I think they were, they were, you know, I said this about Yellow Wolf. He took, he put all of his chips in, Yellow Wolf, all the risk, everything. Beastie Boys, I think they went all in. Win or lose, we're taking a chance. And I just can't think of another band that can, that's in, oh, there goes my watch, time to drink. Time to drink. Time to drink. But I can't think of another band that's, I mean, they were just so diverse. It's just, I can't think of any other band like that. I don't know. No, I mean, not, uh, we're talking, and it's not a fusion. I guess it's kind of a fusion. But hip hop and rock, and let's be honest, jazz. They played some jazz yeah, shit on Check yeah. Your Head and Ill Communication. Like there's just there's so many styles in there, more than Limp Biscuit even. Yeah, and I hate to say it, we all age. Uh, to look at those guys today. Oh man, I think and it's not so much the gray, but just the I mean, you guys. Just, I don't even I. I have so much respect for them, I'm not even going to say it. I'm going to say it because why the fuck not? They look old. Uh-huh. And, and, and not, not, not say it, like, Ad Rock has done interviews where he's got just this stubble and he looks tired as shit. Yeah. He looks so tired. He's only 52 or 53. That's not extremely old. No, it's not. And Mike D doesn't look like that kid anymore. You know what I mean? He's got that long face and fine lines and... Yeah. Wrinkles and and you know, they seem to be fine with their aging. And I respect that even more. Like there was an interview with Sway on whatever the mm-hmm. fuck Sway's on, and mm-hmm. Ad Rock said, you know, I 20, 20 year stuff. olds don't give a shit about us. Yeah. And he's right. They don't. Yeah. They should. Yeah. But they don't. Yeah. Like he understands they get it. They yeah. get that their time has come and gone. And I just, I hope that they know that there's people like us that are just now getting it Yeah, with yeah. them. Yeah. Because there's something to be got there. Mm-hmm. And it's, it's, uh, I told my wife, uh, you know, last week, my kids now, when I get in the car, can we listen to Beastie Boys? <laughs> yeah, Fuck yeah, great. you can listen to Beastie that's Boys great. kids. That's great. Fuck yeah, you can hear the beat drop. Yeah, absolutely. So I put it on and never once am I like, I'm not in the mood for this today. It just hasn't yeah. happened yet. Yeah. 
and that's special to me. Sure, yeah. The Beatles, my number two. Mm -hmm. uh, it's, again, if we're talking about rock music and I want to feel the full spectrum of sound mm -hmm. from soft to heavy to creative to just a catchy hook, mm -hmm. the Beatles are right there with Queen to me as the best rock band of oh, all yeah. time. Yeah. But... Queen has this harder rock edge that makes me say they're the best pure rock band of all time. The Beatles, to me, are the best pure artists. Oh, yeah, I agree with that. Of all time. And the Beastie Boys are the best pure innovators of all time, in my opinion. Because they heard Run DMC and they, they, they just completely ran with that and added to it in ways that probably... No one's thought of. You tell me what other hip hop groups playing stand up bass. I don't know, and I'm going to say this right now. I've listened to quite a bit of Run DMC, and uh, I would put all my chips on Beastie Boys compared to Run DMC. Yeah, their their discography. It's I've heard enough to so to much. say I'm pretty positive that I agree with you, and, and not you know I'll go back to the Beatles yet again, but. Run DMC, they did have that switch off between the members of their group. But the Beastie Boys did it in such a democratic way, if that makes any sense. Mm -hmm. It's like when they wrote songs, they're like, this line that lasts 11 seconds is specifically for Ad Rock. Mm -hmm. This next line that is specifically 11 seconds is for Mike D. Mm-hmm. This next line is specifically 11 seconds is for Yauk, MCA. Mm -hmm. And it's like, I've never seen a group share the spotlight like I've like sure. the Beastie Boys. Sure. No one. I it's just, who's your favorite Beastie Boy? How hard is it to fucking say which one's oh, your favorite? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Because they all have something. Mike D, it's the goofiness. Ad Rock, it's the raspy yelling voice, and mm -hmm. and and Yauk, it's that deep, gravelly fucking mm -hmm. just they're just just the, the melting the, the the way they just come together is incredible. It's like the Beatles again. It's like the Beatles just hip hop. Mm -hmm. I think with what Run DMC were doing, where it was two guys, I'm the king at Rock. There is none higher. Stuff like that. I think the Beastie Boys took that and took it to a different level. I think with the three of them. Yeah. So I, I, I agree with you. I think they took run DMC and they added so many more layers to mm -hmm. that shit was yeah. so with such a different sound mm -hmm. that was inspired by run DMC. I, I just, I just think it's, it's the same as taking a recipe on Facebook yeah. or a recipe on Pinterest. Like, man, this is a surefire recipe to make the best fucking lemon bars you've ever eaten, but mm -hmm. I've got this special ingredient that's going to make them better <laughs> than what anybody else can make them. It's the piss on my fingers. Piss on my fingers. <laughs> It'll add that extra tart, that extra bit of tang to your lemon bars is the piss on my fingers that like just to, happened. I like to have some lemon bars right now. <laughs> Fuck me too. Have you ever had lime bars? No. They're fucking better. Or they? But yeah. I, I don't lime. even like lime. I love lime. I don't give a shit about lime. Huh. I like lemon. Lime lemon bars. bread, lemon cake, lemon heads, lemon dick. It doesn't matter. <laughs> Put it in my mouth. <laughs> but lime is even better. I probably okay. shouldn't have said that. I don't want any dick in my mouth. But if there's a piece of lime bar on it, I might 
I might fucking say bring it on. <laughs> but that shit's good. Yeah. Go home. I don't know if you're the cook or if Tilly's the hook. Cook. I said hook. <laughs> Beastie right. Boys. Have some either you or somebody make yourself some fucking lime bars. Okay. That shit's amazing. Okay. We'll try that out. It's crazy amazing. Yeah. Really good. <laughs> but the uh but listen, like there's two things I take away from this so far, and it's the fact that I am so fucking happy mm-hmm. that I listen to the Beatles and I'm even happier because I think Hicks is with me on this, I believe. Me at 40, which just happened a mm-hmm. few days ago. I'm so much more about hip-hop right now than I am rock. Yeah. So that's where the Beastie Boys come in. I'm so happy that I have the Beatles and the Beastie Boys to just listen to at any time. And and just be happy. I can be happy listening to either one of those things. Yeah, I agree with that. I agree with that. It's good and, stuff. And, that, and that, is, that is thanks to this. Now, why... What, well, I I know the answer to this, but just remind anyone listening. Mm -hmm. Rolling Stones over the rest before the beat or before the Beastie Boys. Give us, give us some solid concrete reasoning of what makes the Rolling Stones right there by, it's funny to even say it right there with the Beastie Boys in your catalog. (laughs) Yeah. Stones and Beastie Boys. We've, we've went through the Beastie Boys and why. I think everyone's sick of fucking hearing about us talking about the Beastie <laughs> yeah. Boys. But I'm sorry, we probably won't stop. That's what this podcast oh, is about. Oh, yeah, that's, that's we right. We got hooked. But but what what is it about the Stones? The Stones, man, it's it's 80% Keith Richards, just that I love that outlaw shit. Just wild. Um, not the 80s Keith Richards or not the 80s anything. Did they cut him out a little bit like Brian May now that I think about it? Like do like some of those weird albums where they're wearing multicolored suits and shit, did they did they cut that out? He may have stood back a little bit. I know in the 80s um he did a little bit of work with Chuck Berry, just a little bit. So he had his own projects. I think they were all kind of they were I don't know. Yeah, I don't know Keith Richards' involvement in those. I don't, I definitely don't hear him a whole lot in those albums. Um, but just that uh, that edginess, that rawness, just does not give a shit. I mean, just his some of his riffs that he's responsible for. I just really, I just really enjoy it, man. It's uh, I like to meet him. And you yeah, know, me too. It's just, uh, I mean, he's, I don't want to say he's my Fonzie, but he's just my, I don't know, man. I just, just his character, just his, just, I can't even put it into words. It's hard for me to describe. He, I mean, he really is just one of those. Yeah. I, I, who, who could you say the words Keith Richards to and no one know what you're talking about? Yeah. And you know, it's, it's just one of those deals where, you know, I know a lot of different people, and they all enjoy Stone's music. They all know who Keith Richards is, blah, blah, blah. But, uh, yeah, just a, just a big fan. And for shit's sake, the dude was in a pirate movie, and he played himself. <laughs> yeah, and he did a pretty good job, <laughs> good honestly. Job. He's just on me. Yeah. yeah. I mean, he did a good job. And, <laughs> and the main star of the movie was, was, was 
inspired by Keith Richards for that character. So it's like how it all worked. Was Keith Richards his dad in that movie? I think it was yeah. his dad, wasn't it? Yeah. Yeah. So just to just to call someone out real quick. Uh-huh. Uh James Ward. Yeah. Who who we really appreciate because he he seems to genuinely enjoy this show. Sure. Motherfucker, I told you to go to YouTube. <laughs> I told you to go to Twitch or something like, you know, do something to watch the thing. But instead, he's watching it on my my personal page. And when he comments, it's coming straight to my messenger. So I don't know what he's. He's like, holy shit, LMAO. I, I, I'm guessing that's because I said I wanted to eat a limb, a lime bar off a wiener <laughs> or something crazy like that. But uh, there are there are other avenues. Besides my page to watch this shit, James. Uh, but for real, we yeah, it, it's just fun. We 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 started this podcast. And I was like, I've got to get this shit figured out because we we've, we've got to talk to James while we do this. Oh yeah, and Phipps, man, I, I oh, did, yeah. nothing you post comes through. I don't know why. Maybe maybe karma is just like fuck that Sean Phipps guy. Fuck that guy. He's done too many fucking crazy things. <laughs> We're not going to let his comments come through kind of unfortunate in a way but we'll we'll figure it out it's all trial and error oh yeah like i said first time we're in the studio sitting in here non-vaccinated coughing on each other it's fine <laughs> it's fine start your shit go ahead it's fine dreaming about lime bars dreaming about fucking lime bars and wieners <laughs> oh, but yeah but that, that's the, that's the recap for you I, it's i i just don't i don't want to keep praising the damn beastie boys but i can't help it man oh yeah if you if you listen to this and think what the fuck is wrong with them why do they listen to this shit have you listened to it like you listening have you heard how fucking crazy that shit is my i think my wife listens like i put a beastie boys album on the car the other day and she just wasn't into it i'm like what mm-hmm. the, i'm about to divorce you <laughs> it's about over i'm about done with you yeah if you can't jam Paul's boutique, I don't know what I'm doing with you. And then a few nights later, you know, it's it's you know lovey lovey time, and I'm like, I know, I remember why. <laughs> but can we put some Beastie Boys on in the background? <laughs> Waxing and milking. I mean, what what words do you need that are better than that while you're you know having having sensual time? Oh yeah, kissing lips and stuff like waxing and milking. <laughs> Back. Go listen to some beasties. Listen, listen to some to Beatles. It. Get uh, go into the deep stuff. Yeah, get, get 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 all up in there. Wax it and milk it. Yeah, the beasties, the fucking Stones, Queen, Tom Petty, uh, Sabbath. At least on my end, like you're missing out if you haven't listened to all this shit. For real, Jim Bob Ward. Is that really his name? Yeah. Oh shit, I messed it up. Oh, that's all right. I don't know your code. That's I imagine right. it's waxing and milking, but I'm not real sure. Yeah. I'm digging that Casio digital watch you got on there. But I'm going old school. I'm going to have to tell you a story in a minute. Hey, I'm watching y'all on YouTube. There you go. It's about fucking time. <laughs> Dumbass, I told him I was watching on YouTube and texting on Messenger. I didn't see that message. I'm sorry, James. Didn't see that one. Oh. I, all I saw was... LMAO. Hey, that, I just now opened that. My my little face bubble didn't even pop up yet. You're trash talking me. God dang. Fuck. Eat a lemon bar off a wiener. God dang. I don't hear the watch story. Oh, it, it's not anything major. Well, just make I, something up. So it'd be saw, funny. Oh, well, I saw that watch and uh-huh. uh, I, I've i got a buddy, kind of a buddy of mine. His, name, his name's Bandrew. Very strange name. I don't know if he made it up. 
my YouTube shit, I go by Bark just because it's fucking easy. I don't want to be like, hello, it's Jeremy Barker here with another micro video. <laughs> uh, but he's all into watches, and he, he's got that same watch, and he did a little YouTube review on it, and I was like, that's kind of a cool fucking watch. I think I, I, I wouldn't mind owning one of those. Yeah. I look over, and Hicks has got one on his on his wrist. Like, uh, yeah. What do I got to do with a line bar to get one of those <laughs> off of you? Know? Yeah, it's uh, uh, like 40 bucks. Uh, I can't, I was doing a smartwatch and yeah, I, my, I, I can't do it. I can't do it anymore because I, I did it for years and then I walked away from it and then I tried to do it again and I'm like laying in the driveway working on a motorcycle and my notification notification goes off and I look down and it's like, uh, you know, it's uh Kentucky fried chicken sending me a coupon code or something like, yeah, which that's great. But yeah, you know, I just, and I keep all of my notifications on. I keep all yep. of them. So it's just too much. It's too overwhelming. It really is. For me. It really is. Yeah. I'll be, you know, I, now I fixed that. Used to be I'd be driving down the road and be like, 10% off if I shop at Sam's Club on my Discover card this week. <laughs> yeah. Hot damn. Yeah. But, uh, but yeah, I've, I've thought about switching too. But I am still doing the smartwatch thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is called an Amaze Fit. And okay. the reason I stick with my my smartwatch mm-hmm. uh, currently is because this little fifty dollar device mm-hmm. has a battery life of thirty days. Really, thirty days. Wow, this, this and it's even an AMOLED screen, but it doesn't have all the bells and whistles. All it it's basically just a notification watch, but that's all I want. Hmm. But at the same time, I get pissed off whenever I, I get some goofy shit on there about KFC having a new chicken sandwich. <laughs> like, all oh, you motherfuckers got a new chicken sandwich. You think I'm stupid? You think I'm dumb? I know that you got a new chicken sandwich out every hey, restaurant in America. Who has the best chicken sandwich? Fuck. I still like Popeye's. Yeah. Popeye's has a damn good chicken sandwich. I just ate the new KFC one the other day. Pretty happy about it. It looks good. It's good. Yeah. But if I'm going to be real, fucking real talk time, <laughs> yeah. uh, KFC before this new chicken sandwich, don't turn that channel. It's fucking interesting. Yeah, it's going to get real now. Uh, it's going to get fucking real shit. Mm-hmm. Uh, KFC did have the Nashville hot chicken sandwich, Ooh. the Georgia gold chicken sandwich. Uh-huh. That was fucking delicious. Uh-huh. They had these flavors. But now it's just spicy or not. Motherfucker, give me back my Georgia Gold <laughs> yeah. and my Nashville Hot. Oh, that nice Nashville Hot. Fucking oh, good. that's good. You put oh, you, you got that mayonnaise mixed in with that fucking sauce oh, and batter. That's good shit. That's good shit. You know what we have recently rediscovered is Burger King. What part of Burger King, though? In general. The Ugh. Whopper. You know, a Whopper. It, have you had the Impossible Whopper? No. It's fucking good. Is it? It's almost better. Uh, it's been, I would say, it's been a solid four years since I've had anything beyond Burger King breakfast from Burger King. I do like Burger King breakfast. And a little tip to you mm-hmm. folks listening, the Junior Breakfast Burrito. Ooh. A Junior Breakfast Burrito. Not that enormous shit, even though that's good, too. Yeah. The Junior Breakfast Burrito is a dollar nineteen. I'm fat. That's why I know this shit. <laughs> it's a dollar nineteen. It's fucking delicious. Mm. It is so good. It's got some kind of smoky, like Southwest sauce on it. Nice. Fucking good. I didn't even know you could get ham. I pulled through yesterday morning. She's like, You want ham, sausage, or bacon? I'm like, Ham? Ham? I was like, Give me one sausage and one ham. That's $2.40. I'm fucking balling. <laughs> no and it was, no the sausage is still the best, but 
Yeah. Burger King breakfast kicks ass. Sonic's premium meat breakfast burrito. Okay. I didn't know that existed. Okay. Kicks ass. Wow. Blows everything else out of the water, in my opinion. Sonic. Yeah. Yeah. Good shit. Good shit. Impossible Whopper. Good shit. I will try that tomorrow. I need to try more chicken sandwiches. I th- a lot of places have new chicken sandwiches now. I wonder why. What's going on? It's the fat. It's the hot thing. Like I, I. Uh, What's going to be next? Oh man, I don't know. But but for clarification, I read a article because when I'm laying down in bed with my kids at night trying to get my little four year old shithead to go to sleep, <laughs> who won't go to sleep, and I'll be like, Daddy. Who am I? And he'll 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 like put his arm out and be like, "You're Superman, dude." He he uh, fuck! I don't even know where I was going with that. Oh, I'll be laying in bed. I'll read the dumbest shit articles. Like last night, the article I read was the best double cheeseburgers from fast food restaurants you can get by whatever website that was. And I'm like, I'm all about cheeseburgers. I'm reading. Oh, me too. I'm reading this last meal cheeseburger. Yes, I'll take a cheeseburger. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. And I knew, I don't know if you've ever, you've been out west. Yeah. You've been out west. You ever had In-N-Out Burger? Oh, my God. <laughs> we went to San Francisco. I was oh, the shit. first one at the door. Fucking delicious. The only In-N-Out Burger in San Francisco during that time was at the Fisherman's Wharf. My son and I got on a trolley and went, and we were the first ones at the door. When they opened. So good. And just like that, the whole place was crowded. Animal style or non-animal style? Man, I don't know. I can't remember what all... I think animal style is just caramelized onions and maybe a few other ingredients. Yeah. But man, it don't matter how you get that shit. That shit is good. It's perfect. I don't know what they do. I don't either. And their menu is so tiny. I mean, it's just a little... Ain't much to it. Oh, but man, it's just... That's what my wife asked last night. It's, it's, like, what's so good about a fast food burger? I was like, I don't know. I don't know what I they do I can't either. explain it. And the last time I went there, it's probably been five years since I've had a in and out um, But Same. I mean, it was like uh, like me going to uh, Disney World, you know, give me a t-shirt, give me a hat, give me those stickers, <laughs> just whatever they had that I could take back home. Since your menu has burgers and fries on it, give me everything you got for sale in here, <laughs> yeah. plus that burger yeah. and fries. <laughs> I told my wife, like, uh, I actually fucking talked about this last night. It probably stemmed from the article. Actually, it did. But I've got a buddy named Robert Cravens. And we used to do these Vegas trips Mm -hmm. every year for three or four years. Mm -hmm. Uh, One of those years, 13 of us went to Vegas. Wow. 13. Just to paraphrase how that can go, one of our buddies peed in a bush in the line of a buffet. (laughs) A fake plant. He just fucking dropped trial, pissed right in it before he hopped in line at the buffet, got fucking booted. Got booted. He was so fucking hammered, he pissed in a fucking fake bush inside of of Caesar's Palace. Oh, shit. Pissed in a bush in front of 40 people waiting in line at a buffet. He probably wasn't the first one to do that. He probably was not, but he, he... he was the most valiant that did it. Cause he did was, did he you was guys proud. continue? Did you go ahead and complete your meal, eat, while he was kicked out? You didn't. I wasn't there, unfortunately. Okay. I I don't know where the fuck I was. There's so many. When you go, when you have a thirteen, that's a large group dude trip to Las Vegas. You don't know what group of people you're hanging out with at any given time. Yeah. One moment I'm in a bathroom stall doing a fucking deal for marijuana in my youth. 
And next moment, I'm walking the strip drunk as shit, handing out sprees to homeless people <laughs> and fucking sweet tarts and shit. It was just a trip. But but my buddy Cravens was like, we got to go to In-N-Out Burger now. And it wasn't quite dark yet. And I was like, In-N-Out Burger, isn't it fast food? He's like, yep. Like, why the fuck do we need to go there? He's like, you need to find out. <laughs> yeah. I was like, all right. How are we getting there? He's like, I know how to get there. We start walking on foot all drunk as shit. Yeah. Like walking outside of Vegas. Oh, wow. Trolling through the desert. And I'm like, this motherfucker is going to take us and leave us to die. He's like, I promise you in and out burgers up over that hill. I was like, that's sand. There ain't no in and out burger over that sand. <laughs> we get over that sand and it's like fucking halos just all over the place. <laughs> this place is packed. And we walk up. And I order, and he said, get it, animal style, motherfucker. <laughs> and I was like, give me whatever that is, animal style, motherfucker. And we eat that shit, and my eyes opened like it was the Beastie Boys. Oh, it was yeah. like I ingested a lime bar, a wiener, and a Beastie Boys <laughs> at the same time. <laughs> it was so good. I've never had anything like it. I don't know if I ever will. It's perfect. It's perfect. And and unfortunately, on that list of double cheeseburgers was Whataburger, which I've never had. I've never had Whataburger. I think that's a, is that a Texas thing? I don't know. We'll have to call Joe Rogan. I think I got his number. Do you? Yeah. I think. Yeah. Uh, Shake Shack or Shake Shack. I think that was one of the top burgers on there was Shake Shack. One of the lower ones on there was, was, uh, I'm pulling that shit up. You're I posted it on, up. I posted it on Facebook cause I'm a fucking lard ass. I'm like, Hey everybody, listen to what I think about these fast food burgers. That I eat every other fucking day. We considered day. a Shake Shack. I don't remember where it was, where we were, but. Look at that picture. It may be I mean, New how York do you City. not want what's on that picture? Oh, I love it. It's delicious burgers. I love burgers. I, did, I didn't think the episode would go here, but we're going to give you this Up Rocks article. And I disagree with some of this heavily. Number 15, double cheeseburger from a fast food restaurant is the Dairy Queen Half Pound Grill Burger. Huh, number 15. 15. I think that shit is the best burger you can get in a drive-thru in Jackson. Yeah, that's pretty Dairy good. Queen's burger, the flamethrower is like literally my favorite drive-thru and grab burger. Granted, you got to wait. You can wait 23 you minutes. You got to wait Texas Roadhouse times <laughs> to get that burger. Yeah. Yeah. 23 minutes at least to get that burger, but it's fresh and it's good every damn time. I don't know what this dude was thinking by ranking at 15. Yeah. 14 A&W, Papa Burger, never had one, don't give no. a fuck. I have to drive to Portsmouth to get that. No fucking thanks. No. No thanks. Number 13, Burger King, double quarter pound king. I don't know about you, but I think a double quarter pounder, or a double, I'm sorry, a double Whopper mm -hmm. is delicious. Yeah, I'm finding that out now. I don't like burping afterwards because um, yeah. it sticks with you for 24 hours. But. Yeah, I'm starting to see the light. That's good. Yeah. Whoppers are good. Yeah. Uh, number 12 is a Sonic double cheeseburger. I kind of like Sonic's burgers. Yeah. They're a little salty. Yeah. But so is penis with lime bars on them. <laughs> yeah. uh, then you've got Jack in the Box <laughs> ultimate cheeseburger. I got to be honest. I don't I don't remember if I've had or last time I had Jack in the Box. I have I think I've had it once, but apparently it wasn't memorable. I had breakfast at a Jack in the Box. Maybe that's what I had. Mm -hmm. Then you got Del Taco, not to be confused with Casa Del Taco, mm -hmm. just Del Taco. Never. Had I don't that. know if that's like computers and tacos, Del Taco. I don't <laughs> know. 
Double cheeseburger that comes in at number 10. I know nothing about it. Number nine, McDonald's double quarter pounder with cheese. I think McDonald's hamburgers suck ass. Oh, man. I think especially their quarter pounders suck ass. They I'm taste like rubber meat. I, I don't e- it don't even taste like real meat to me. Yeah. So how this dude thought that was better than Burger King and Sonic and Dairy Queen mm-hmm. is beyond me, but I think McDonald's it's it's fries and nugs and not much else. Oh yeah, yeah. I can I can destroy. Remember that time we worked together? I destroyed two twenty piece nuggets. <laughs> you remember that? You almost died. I almost died. <laughs> it was terrible. But I for some reason I got forty nuggets. I don't know if somebody dared me to do it or what. But I fucking destroyed this. I think I went through seventy two sweet and sour <laughs> sauce packets. Yeah. Fucking delicious though. <laughs> now James's motherfucker me. Where motherfucker <laughs> don't know his burgers. I don't, <laughs> number eight is carl's jr (laughs) superstar with cheese i'm sorry i think that's the same thing as hardy's and if that's so hardy's is okay but i don't think it's special the hardy's that i visited they've been pretty filthy dirty so that may have impacted there's that one on the way to galapolis every once in a while you ever remember that one and drive down to that loves trucking station Mm, and grab hardy's yeah i do that every once in a while yeah good chicken tendies Good chicken tendies. Oh, yeah. uh, let's see. Number seven, Rally's Big Buford. Sometimes that's good. Sometimes it's not. That's what this guy said, and I agreed with him for the first time wholly. Sometimes it tastes like shit. Sometimes it's amazing. Yeah, it's been 15 years since I've had a Rally's. Oh, shit. You go to Chillicothe all the time. Good Rally's. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Number six, The Habit Double Cheeseburger or Double Charburger. I've never fucking heard of The Habit. What is The Habit? I don't know. Sounds like <laughs> heroin to me. <laughs> yeah. uh, fat Burger, XXL Double King Burger. It sounds damn good. It looks real good. Ooh. Look at all that shredded lettuce on top of that it's bitch. Beautiful. Beautiful. Fat Burger. I'm, I'm gonna, that's, a, that's a bucket list thing. Fat Burger. This is what really surprised me, and I half agree and half don't. Number four, a Wendy's Dave's Double. What do you think about a Win- what do you think about Wendy's premium burgers, Hicks? They're okay. They're solid. Yeah. Uh yeah. They're good. Just not my favorites. W- Wendy's somehow wore off on me because it's fucking Arby's prices now. Oh yeah. It's like I want a number five, that'll be twelve seventy six. Like, motherfucker, I ordered a burger. <laughs> yeah. And a lemonade. What yeah. the hell? Yeah. Number three. Five guys. Cheeseburger. Man, I tell you what, I had a good uh, good burger from Five Guys the last time I had it. It's been a while. They're good. But damn, it was good. Something about their fries. They make me feel really bad after I eat them. I like their fries. Yeah. What makes me feel really bad is when I look at my receipt getting in my car and I'm like, I just paid $17 for a burger. Yeah. They're expensive as <laughs> shit. Yeah. Like they're, they're fucking outrageous. Yeah. But it is delicious. There's no denying that. Shake Shack Double Shack Burger is number two. That looks like one hell of a good burger. It's beautiful. It's got cheese just melting all over it. It's beautiful. It's absolutely gorgeous. Yeah. And then in and out. It's. I agree with that. I'd fuck one of those. <laughs> I would fuck a burger. I would fuck an in and out burger, just saying. Uh, like, I just look at that and I'm like, do I want to eat it? Or do I want to fuck it? <laughs> It's a hard decision. It's a hard decision. It's a hard decision. <laughs> Shit. Ah. <laughs> uh, James Ward says he's he likes lime bars and something else. I can't read what he. It's got to be penis. 
It's got to be lime bars and penis, right? I mean, who doesn't like a lime bar and a penis? Oh, shoot. Tubes and gooey shit go together real well. Oh, That's it for us. That's right. We took you through our recap of the bands we've reviewed so far. When you get an episode that involves music, wieners, burgers, and lime bars, it just doesn't get any better. <laughs> Where else are you going to get that? Where else are you going to get that? We are the Beastie Nowhere. Boys of podcasts. We're the Beastie Boys podcast. Innovative. <laughs> That's right. Not only are you getting our fine, you know, lyricism about the lyricism that we listen to, yeah. you're getting sexy talk, lime bars, cheeseburgers. Yeah. You, we put James Ward and the word penis in the sentence together and he stopped texting. So I don't know what happened. James said, you're the one that likes penises. <laughs> Are we on the playground, James? Are we really going to play that playground bullshit? You like wieners, not me. I like my own and I guarantee it's bigger than yours, James. <laughs> Thank you for listening to Stuck in My Generation. Again, if you want to suggest bands for us to listen to, send it over to stuckinmygeneration at gmail.com. 